This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Packs What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Before we wrap up, really quickly, just because the trade deadline is November 1st, and mm. we will likely be having our preview or our recap show on Halloween. Any thoughts? Do you think the Packers make any type of trade before the trade deadline on Tuesday? Yes, I actually do. Um... I think they have to. And I don't want to make any kind of like declarative statement. However, I do feel like if they don't trade for someone, and I know trades are two ways, so we'll hear that they were in conversations because they always are. But I just feel like if they don't make a concerted effort at least to trade for someone, it says a little bit about how they feel about this season and this team. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that trading for a wide receiver is simply the fix. I think it would go towards helping this offense. I don't think that getting a Chase Claypool or an Elijah Moore or a Michael Pittman Jr. or whoever it is, Jerry Judy, is going to all of a sudden magically fix this offense. It's not. However, they're super banged up. And they don't really have and haven't had a wide receiver one this season. And it hasn't gone well. So let's at least add a piece and see. Now, I also saw that Chubb is, uh, Bradley Chubb from Broncos, is available for trade potentially. It would be a very good against thing, I think, to trade (laughs) for a defensive player. Um, I wouldn't hate it. Maybe do a little package with the Broncos. Maybe my joke about Nathaniel Hackett being an insider for the working for the Packers secretly is not really conspiracy theory. (laughs) Um, No, I'm kidding. Um, But I do think that this team has enough holes that you could very much like bolster this roster at the trade deadline. Yeah. And I've, I've been thinking about that too. I I'm curious. I don't see the Packers selling 
you know, I could see maybe including a player in a trade package, but I definitely don't think that this team feels like they need to blow anything up. I think the mindset of the front office and the coaching staff and the players in the locker room is still that they can contend. And I think that's why fans want to see so desperately a trade being made, whether it's like you said, to bolster your front Bradley Chubb would be a lot of fun in a rotation that we're, we've talked about beyond Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith, you know, JJ and Ingbari has looked really good the last couple of weeks, but you could always use more depth pieces. Look at the look at the Eagles going to get Quinn. Like yeah. they didn't need him, but they're Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, and they strengthened a position of strength because that's what really good football teams do. The Rams last season we saw with Von Miller and OBJ. So I'm not putting the Packers in that conversation right now about a team that's like a front runner for the Super Bowl. But I think if they were to go in and get some help at some areas of perceived weakness it would just show that they're buying in and they want to do everything that they can to change and get themselves back into a contending conversation. It would mean though, giving up some draft capital and that just historically has not been something the Packers are willing to do. And like I said, if they feel like this is just, we simply need to start planning for the future and that's our priority, then I, then they're not going to do anything at right. the trade deadline. But I think that that's, I think that's a mistake. I do too. And I think, you know, we've, not to say like any of us know better than the front office, right? But we've seen them try it the same way for like 20 years. So just try some, take a swing for the fences. And I think that's what was so frustrating for fans last season is, you know, the Packers are always really close and then something happens and they don't get themselves over the hump. And I'm not saying that Von Miller would have made the difference in the divisional game against the 49ers or having OBJ would have made the difference, but those things could have, right? Maybe those things move the needle. And I think that's where the frustration comes in is you're so set in your ways that you see how it works for everybody else in the NFL. And they don't, they never do what feels like enough to move the needle. And you just wonder if they could have moved the needle in a couple seasons the last couple years if any of them would have played out differently yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think the trade for a wide receiver thing would have been like, quote unquote, the fix, if you will. And hindsight is 2020 and we never know, right? You cannot rewrite history. That's not the case this year. But again, I think there is nothing ever wrong with making your roster better and stronger. And if rumors are true and they're looking for a guy on their rookie deal, then that is a long-term investment for mm -hmm. them. Like I, the, there's these like two rumors out there, right? That's that one. And then like going for AJ green and quite frankly, going for another like version of Sammy Watkins is not going to do anything for this team now. And it's not going to do anything for this team in the future. So if you're going to give up draft capital for a player, at least make it a young player who might stay with the organization for whatever regime change comes next for whatever comes next in the next few years. Like that at least is a legitimate investment for this season and for the future, which is the Packers way. So I, the only thing I'd be upset about that they do at the trade deadline is if they're going and trading for a 34-year-old washed-up wide receiver. 
No offense, well, Green. <laughs> and that's the thing, like Chase Claypool is a really good example of this, and it doesn't have to be him. But we talked about it going into the season. Like the the Dobbs and the Watson picks were so important because your wide receiver room after this year is still a big question mark. Those could be wide receiver one and wide receiver two on your football team. Sammy Watkins likely done in Green Bay. You know, Randall Cobb could end up retiring. Alan Lazard, free agent, will be able to sign wherever he wants, likely isn't coming back. And, you know, even with the quarterback situation up in the air, regardless of who the quarterback is, if it's Rodgers, who's developed great chemistry and wants to come back, or if it's Jordan Love, you know, taking over, having a guy like Claypool that would immediately come in and, you know, stick around, I think that's the kind of stuff. That's a very Packers front office move. Yes. It probably won't be OBJ. It probably won't be DJ Moore. But it could be somebody that can develop on the roster for the next three, four years and be the face of the future. Exactly. And I think that's also enticing. Again, it takes two to tango. So it takes another team like the Broncos or the Colts or the Steelers, who I think could be in sell mode, right? Because they're also Mm -hmm. not having good seasons. But to say, yeah, let's go send one of our best wide receivers to go play with Aaron Rodgers. Like I can also see that a team would not want to do that or make the Packers overpay, which the Packers won't do. But at the same time, like that is, that is the move. That is like, I think simply the only move that makes sense for this team and the way that they operate. Well, that, that was very, that felt very like cathartic and productive at the end of it. That was a good way to wrap the show. So let's do, uh, let's do score predictions just because (laughs) we kind of have to really quickly. And then we will wrap the show for this week. All right. Um, I have the Packers losing to the Buffalo Bills 31-21. Okay. I was going to say 35-20. Uh, I think – I mean, I hope it's not a two-score loss, but considering that most of their losses have been – not most. I mean, I guess it was a, a two-pointer to the commanders. Like, Jets game got out of hand quickly. I just don't want to see anything get too out of hand for them. But the Bills also are putting up a ton of points. Yeah. So they feel like they're definitely in the realm of at least 30 something. And look, if this Packers defense can hold the bills to sub 30 points in this game, I think that's a win for them and an opportunity to keep the Packers offense in the game. I agree. I don't necessarily think the Packers would be able to go score for score. I don't think we're going to see like a 28 31 kind of finish. I just, that seems like a lot, like a big ask from this offense, but I agree with you that if the defense can, even give the Packers like another opportunity on offense, just give them a turnover or two and let the Packers try to do something with it. If they can keep them in the game, I'll feel a lot better about the trajectory of the defense for the rest of the season. But again, I don't want to put too much pressure on the defense because I think this is a big offensive question mark kind of game. Absolutely. I totally agree. Cool. Well, this has been uh, the Packs What She Said podcast. Thank you as always for listening to the show. You can find the podcast on Twitter at PWSS podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at Pax What She Said. We'll be back Monday with our recap show of the game. As always, you can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. You can find the podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, including Odyssey. Make sure you download the shows for us. It really helps with our numbers. And thank you. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 